Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I am Molly Nelson, hosting this podcast. Sitting next to me, Rochelle Smith. She's the producer of the podcast. And Lauren Merkel, he is a certified financial planner, a certified financial fiduciary, and a retirement income certified professional. And today we want to talk to Lauren Merkel about the outlook for 2022. We're going to discuss what could determine the economy in 2022. COVID, labor shortages, the stock market plus what you can do to take control of your retirement in the midst of the uncertainty of a new year. Lauren, 2022 is here. And when you and I sat down and we talked a little bit about 2022, the kinds of things that, that, that families and individuals you work with are talking about and the kind of things that are on your mind, you said to me that there are kind of four things that you thought would determine the economy in 2022. What are they? Well, this is really the, the hottest topic as I'm doing reviews and meeting with our, our families. The hottest topic for the last 30 days is what's going to happen in 2022. Uh, outside of taxes, of course, they still want to talk about taxes. Of course. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and so we, we really boil it down into four main things. Of course, COVID is going to be an issue, right? And it's probably probably going to be an issue for some time. Just nobody knows sitting in this room today what kind of issue or how big this issue is really going to be or how how long it's really going to last. But it is going to be an issue and a lot of these factors will be dependent upon what kind of role COVID plays on an ongoing basis in this in this world. We also have inflation. So inflation is something that has not been an issue really for the last 15 years. It's averaged less than 2%. And now, uh, 2021, we saw it creep up over 6%. So it is an issue, and especially for the families that we work with, those within 10 years of retiring are already retired. They remember the last time we had serious inflation issues. That was the late 70s and the early 80s. And so they're starting to have, have flashbacks of that time frame and the impact that inflation had in their lives at that time. So it's it's an issue also. And then we have the supply chain. And this has been a, a story, every time you turn on the news, really, for the last 18 months, we've been hearing about the supply chain and the impact that the supply chain has on the cost of goods and services. So that goes into inflation. And part of what influences the supply chain is the labor shortage getting people back to work. We've heard these terms, the great resignation. We've heard the great re-evaluation. We've heard uh, the retirement revolution. We've heard all of these terms about people leaving their job either temporarily or looking to find another job or just retiring altogether. And all these things are interwoven into the fabric of what we're going to be talking about here today on the podcast, the economy. How is the economy going to be in 2022, maybe even into 2023? And then how does that impact the markets and how does that impact overall your retirement plan? And as you read about these subjects, you see a lot of if, ands, or buts. Okay, so we know COVID, we've got variants that are coming. If one is more or less deadly, if the economy shuts down, if there are lockdowns, then we go into the supply chain. Do consumers start buying more goods, less goods, what happens with cargo? I mean, all of this has a lot of if, ands, or buts. And if I'm getting ready to retire, Lauren, you know what I don't want to hear? If, ands, or buts. No, you want certainty. Right. You want certainty because you are certain that you want to retire in 2023. You are certain that you want to retire by the end of first quarter of 2022. You have your retirement plans in place 
But the world is not cooperating with you right now. And everywhere you look, you're hearing about these if, ands, and buts. What if this? What if that? And that's not coinciding. That's not working well with what your retirement plan is. So part of this is what do you do? What do you do? How do you weave? How do you weave through all of this maze of uncertainty in the environment, in the economy, in our lives today, to make sure you can still have the retirement plan that, or the retirement experience that you really want? And part of that is going to be through the plan. And we'll talk about some of the details of what you should be including within your plan to make sure this uncertainty doesn't make your retirement so uncertain. Yeah, and let's go back to inflation again, because if I'm a pre-retiree or a retiree, that's one I am not glossing over, right? I probably realize that COVID's going to do what COVID's going to do. I think we have, uh, you know, everybody has a different understanding of how COVID can or cannot change in this country. We're not here to talk about that. None of us us individually can really affect that. Correct, on an individual basis. We also know the supply chain. Again, that's a very big thing that a lot of people have a hand in labor shortages. We know that there is a retirement revolution. I even saw something recently. We've talked about 10,000 baby boomers retiring a day. I just saw that that number in some data is, is moving to 12,000 baby boomers retiring it today. Yeah. And that was pre pandemic numbers. That was when life was normal in Now with the retirement revolution, there's a lot more people who are retiring. So that that number, I was actually, I haven't seen that number, Molly, but I was surprised it was that low. I would anticipate it actually being higher than 12,000 a day. Uh, But it's, it's indicative of the environment we're seeing now where people are seeing their family members, maybe even they have gotten sick from the coronavirus. Uh, Many people have passed away. They've seen that. So they're reevaluating is this worth it? Is it worth it to stay in a job that they were looking to retire from within 12 to 18 months anyway? Uh, And many of them are making that decision that now is the time to go. And there's other things to do outside of working in a, in a career that they've worked in for the last 20, 30 years. We did an entire podcast on the retirement revolution. There's some really interesting numbers out there that kind of explain how this retirement revolution works. And then in that podcast, we also talk about what if this is the year that you want to retire? What can you do right now? So check out that podcast if you're interested in the retirement revolution. Back to inflation, Lauren. Inflation scares me as a consumer of uh, the grocery store. I've got four kids that I have to feed and I see that the price of groceries are going up, but I also am still in the working years and you're hopeful that your wages can keep up with inflation or at least attempt to. If I'm getting ready to retire or I'm retired, no one's giving me an inflation raise, an annual inflation raise. And I think that's why it's even scarier for that group. Yeah, it's kind of an ironic topic right now because a lot of times when we talk about inflation on the show or the TV show, we're talking about it from a a standpoint that it's this silent assassin where it just kind of sneaks up on you over the decades. And what we're seeing right now, it's it's not so silent, right? It is ever present and people are feeling it when they go to the grocery store, when they go to the gas pump, when, when they're buying these goods and services, they are feeling it hit their wallets. Uh, look at look at the uh, cost of natural gas and oil, right? Heating your homes in the winter is costing us way more now than what it has for the last 15 to 20 years. And so inflation is a concern because of those reasons and those reasons also, Molly, that you had referenced. There is no more inflation increases or COLA adjustments within the income because you're not getting paid anymore when you're retired. You're getting paid from this finite amount of resources that you've saved. And you're thinking, well, wait a minute, doesn't Social Security have a cost of living adjustment? Yes, it does. But typically, it's not going to keep pace with inflation, especially with inflation at the rate it is right now. So how do you combat 
inflation or account for inflation within your overall plan. This is one of the areas where a lot of people who build their retirement plans by themselves, or quite frankly, even some accumulation advisors forget to account for inflation or underestimate the impact inflation will have long-term in their plan. And this can be, this can have a devastating long-term impact on the outcome of your retirement plan where you do wake up one day, 15 years down the road and you say, Hey, what happened to my plan? My income can't keep up with what my lifestyle is accustomed to. So what do I do now? Well, what you do at that point is you have to make adjustments, but why wait 15 years down the road? You're on the cusp of retiring right now. Make the adjustments right now. Make sure it's in your plan. Make sure you're accounting for it. And the, the types of resources that you have available for your retirement income should have this type of adjustment built into it. So when you're constructing your plan, think about five years down the road, how you're not going to need the $6,000 a month you need today, you actually need $7,000 a month. And 10 years down the road, you actually need $9,500 a month. And those numbers seem really big when you only need $6,000 a month right now. But this is the impact of inflation. And this is how you have to plan for it. And, and have an idea within the plan of where that $9,500 a month is going to come from. Right, because you're only, again, you're only going to get so much from your Social Security. You may have a pension. That pension is not going to have a cost of living adjustment. So the cost of living adjustment has to come from your investments, which also means your investments have to be invested in a way that it can contend with inflation. It can contend with taxation, and this goes into your investment plan. And this is why all these things are integrated. You cannot just put your investments into the bank and hope that it's going to provide the income and lifestyle that you want it to provide 15 years down the road with the banks paying what they're paying right now. Right now, your money at the bank is safely losing money because you're still going to have to pay taxes on the quarter of a percent of interest that it's giving you. You're still going to have to account for inflation. And if inflation is running at six right now, you're getting a quarter percent. You're losing five and three quarters percent every single year when it comes to purchasing power. So inflation can be scary, but it, it, the planning and the appropriate inflation planning within your overall retirement plan can and will take the bite out of inflation. We talked about the rate of inflation being the highest in 39 years in November when it hit 6.8%. As a retirement planner who's been doing this for over 20 years, when you see something like 6.8%, are you immediately thinking adjust plans? Are you able to kind of look at the long game and go, you know, generally, depending on which indexes your indices you look at, you're looking at two to three percent over the lifetime of your retirement? It's actually a little bit of both because there has to be an adjustment right away to make sure that you can maintain the lifestyle that you want to, right? Because the, the natural gas, to heat your house and to run your vehicle and to feed yourself on a weekly, monthly basis, it does cost you more right now. So we have to make adjustments to the income that you're receiving now to make sure your lifestyle does stay the same. But then the longer-term adjustments aren't going to be as great as the short-term adjustments because long-term, we do know that it's going to even out. The long-term inflation history is a little bit over 3%. That has already been incorporated within your plan. So we make, we make bigger, shorter-term adjustments, and we make minor, longer-term adjustments. We know that 
whatever you're thinking about as you head into 2022 is specific to you. Here's a great opportunity to talk to a retirement planner about your 2022 outlook, the questions you have. If this is the year that you want to retire, what what do you need to be doing right now? It's a complimentary 15-minute retirement checkup call. You can schedule yours right now by going to MerkelPlan.com. It's M-E-R-K-L-E Plan.com. So let's get optimistic. So inflation, don't like it, right? Okay. All right, let's move on though. There's something to be (laughs) optimistic about when it comes to the stock market, Lauren. But before we look ahead to 2022, let's look back at 2021, a pretty good year. In going into 2021, so we were sitting here this time, 2021, coming off the heels of 2020, we had no idea what was going to happen in 2021, just like right now. Right, it's all the if if then if if ands or buts if ands or buts it's all the if ands and buts that we have every single year as we start to look forward but then we look back now on what actually happened in 2021 and it turned out to be a great year in the stock market the S&P 500 was up a little bit over 28% so another fantastic year of growth and again we outside of 2020 the recession that we had in 2020 we hadn't seen a recession since 2008 so now we're working on 12 years of just monstrous growth within within the markets. So that is something to be be uh, be happy about. I mean that's there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of worry out there, but the markets have done well. What do we think they're going to do this year? Ooh, I hope Lauren knows. Tell, which stock should I buy, by the way? Tell me right now. Which one? <laughs> no, he's not going to tell us. Okay, so you don't obviously tell people what stocks to buy and you clearly don't know what the market is going to do but you do have some insight into 2022 and what to watch for yeah so from a from a market standpoint this year and and it's important to understand that you don't want to be overweighted in any particular stock you don't want to be overweighted in any particular sector but there are places that we can put money that you can put money to help insulate yourself from the equity exposure that is building and has been building really for the last 12 years and uh, to make sure that you can maintain that lifestyle regardless of what happens with the overall all stock market. I, I feel optimistic about this year in the overall markets. Uh, I feel optimistic this year with the equity markets, not so optimistic this year with the fixed income markets. And we'll talk about those two things separately. The economy, the economy overall is still strong. The economy overall, if we, if we take out the, the labor shortages, we take out the higher inflation, we take out the, the supply chain issues, and we take out all of these things, then I think the markets will do really well. Now, even with these things in place, because we can, as much as we'd want to wave that magic wand and eliminate all of these negative issues, we can't. But even with them as they set today, I think the the economy will still prevail this year, and I think the markets will stu- still do well. Now, I think we're going to have more volatility. And the volatility means that the markets are going to go up a little bit sharper. The markets are going to go down a little bit sharper. But I see that as a good thing also because volatility can create opportunity. In my mind, it's nothing to be afraid of, especially if you created your portfolio to be recession resistant and still provide you with the retirement income that you need regardless of what happens with the market. So when the market goes down, so this is the increased volatility. When the market goes down... That's an opportunity if you've built this opportunity into your investment plan to take advantage of those lower prices in the market. So when we have that steeper increase in the markets, then you're going to benefit from that type of increase. That's the volatility, and that's how you can really take advantage of it. But you have to have strategies built into your investment plan to make sure, and your income, quite frankly, to make sure that you can take advantage of it 
of the, the dip in the market and still deliver the income that you want to. From the fixed income market standpoint. Now, what is the fixed income market? So the fixed income is going to be bonds. <clears throat> so the bond market has been a dicey place to be for really the last last two years and is probably going to continue that way on an ongoing basis, at least in the short run. So the Fed had their meeting in December, and they have given indications that they anticipate to increase interest rates three times in 2022, a number of times in 2023, and they're even looking ahead to 2024. So now this is the next three years that we will probably be in an increasing interest rate environment, and that does not bode well for bonds. Interest rates go up, bond prices go down, which means you could actually start to, to have a negative return on your bond portfolio. So there is a place still for bonds in your portfolio, but you might want to make sure that it's not too doesn't create too big of a drag in your overall return experience. What I mean by that is people are looking at the different places to invest their money. And, and we're talking about specifically pre-retirees and retirees, right? If you're 30 years old, you're not putting too much money, uh, too much of your portfolio into bonds. So it's these pre-retirees and, and the retirees who are looking for some insulation from the volatility that's involved in the equity markets. And they're thinking, well, I can go to the banks or I can go to the bond markets. The banks, again, you already know you're safely losing money because you're not making enough to beat taxation and inflation. But then you're looking at the bonds and saying, hey, I can put my, my money in the bonds and I might actually lose 2% over the next 12 months. And so that's not really appealing. <clears throat> but the other option then is the equity markets. And the equity markets could do really well, but what if we're sitting here, we're all wrong, and the markets blow up by 30% this year? That's not a place for for retirees and pre-retirees. That's not the experience that they're looking for as well. Does what the feds do shock the equity market too? Can that impact the volatility there? It will impact the volatility. I think that's really part of the opportunity that could be created with a more volatile equity market this year. Because let's say, let's say the feds do have a quarter basis point increase or a quarter percent increase this year early on, the markets aren't going to like that. They're going to throw a temper tantrum, but I don't think it's going to be prolonged. So we're going to have some real good buying opportunities based on that, uh, unless I'm wrong and it spirals out of control. But I think it's I think it's going to create some opportunities. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. But yes, these the what the Fed does will have an impact on, on the markets. So Lauren, I'm still hearing a lot of if ands or buts. If the Feds raise rates, if the supply chain loosens. If labor shortages somehow change or loosen up as well. But if I am getting ready to retire again, I don't want to hear the if, ands, or buts. So the good news is there's something you can do to at least take control and 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 not feel that uncertainty when it comes to your specific retirement plan. Yeah, and the control is really the important aspect of it because all these things that we talked about here today, individually, we cannot control. We cannot control what the markets do. We cannot control what the feds do. We can't control what happens with COVID. Can't control the supply chain or labor. We can't do anything about that on an individual basis. But what we can do is we can take control over our retirement. You can take control over your retirement. And the best way to do that is to have a written plan that is specific to you. That is specific to you to say, if inflation continues to get out of control, how are you going to combat inflation for your particular plan in the short run? 
you need extra money to cover the higher cost of goods and services. What is the best way to deliver that money for you? And then how, what kind of tweaks do you need to make on a long-term basis to make sure it doesn't disrupt what you're trying to do five years, 10 years, 15 years from now? Where are you going to deliver your income from a Social Security standpoint? You have up to 81 different options. Social Security is the backbone for many retirees, the backbone of their income. It is part of, with, with corporate pensions and, and private pensions going away, basically, almost everybody has access to a pension through Social Security. So what are the best ways to use Social Security to make sure you can deliver a foundation of guaranteed income right away when you do retire, but also down the road as well? The plan needs to be specific to you because your life is specific to you. You want a different retirement probably than the coworkers that you have or had, probably different than your siblings. Definitely, most likely, definitely, like that. (laughs) Most likely, definitely, different than what your parents had. And so your plan needs to be specific to you to make sure that you can do all the things that you want to do. And the important part about your plan is it does need to be written. It's in writing. And there's something magical about seeing your retirement picture in front of you. There's something magical about the confidence that it gives you in these individual decisions that you're going to have to make. Individual decisions on Social Security, where your income is going to come from. What are you going to do from a Medicare standpoint? What tax planning strategies do you put into place this year and next year in the midst of all the uncertainty that the economy and life brings us? What, what are you going to do from a long-term care risk coverage standpoint. And when it's all said and done, how are you going to make sure that your assets transition in the most efficient way to your loved ones and your charities as well? All of these decisions are decisions you have to make. And when you see the decisions on paper, the short-term implications of those decisions, the long-term implications of those decisions, that's what really gives you the confidence and takes a lot of the uncertainty out of it puts the certainty into it and gives you more of the control. Lauren, we know that personal savings rates are at an all-time high. They hit those in 2021. We know that 401ks, the wealth inside 401ks are at an all-time high after 12 years of, of a market that went up. Do people come into you and say, but Lauren, look, I've saved, say your number, 500,000, 1 million, 250. That is my plan. I've got, I've done a really good job. Is it hard to kind of turn people from, yes, you've done a great job, but now we got to have a plan to spend it in the most efficient way? Yeah, when you're 40, 50, maybe even 60 years old, when you haven't been forced to make these decisions that you will have to make when you have to retire, you think about retirement planning from a completely different perspective. You think about it from a, I have my $500,000 401k, I have my $300,000 IRA. That is my retirement plan because in your mind, that's where you're going to deliver your income from, which means that's how you're going to deliver the lifestyle that you want in retirement. But then as you start to get closer to retiring and you have, you, you encounter all of these different decisions you have to make that you never had to make before, that's when the light bulb goes on and you start to realize that there's way more to this retirement plan than just the investments. The investments are a good piece of it, and they're still very important because it is the engine of your retirement. But there's so much more that goes into building your retirement vehicle. And all of those things are things that we reference here in the podcast. And those are the things we'll continue to tackle in this podcast. It's called Retiring Today. Subscribe, tell a friend about it. And talk about your 2022 with a retirement planner. It's easy. It's a 15-minute complimentary retirement checkup call. Schedule yours right now by going to MerkelPlan.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E Plan.com. And join us for our next episode of Retiring Today. Thanks for listening. 
Merkel Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC.